0: happy monday everybody welcome into the pro football chase podcast it's isaac signs with you joined by my co-host as he joins every single show nfl safety jj wilcox as we get ready for week one picks regular season has arrived jj after months weeks of waiting the regular season has finally come this thursday night The season is kicked off with the Rams and the Bills. I cannot wait to watch that one. We're going to get into some of these picks, these matchups. It's going to be awesome. But first things first, JJ, on this Labor Day, how are you doing, brother?
3: What's going on, man? I'm blessed. I'm well, man. I got me a good recharge this weekend. Had me a good four day weekend and looking forward to this week. Not only that, but it's football week, real football week. And, man, it's been a kickoff with some hell of a college games as well. But I'm excited to get this NFL season started.
0: Absolutely, man. It was a great weekend of college football. I don't know if you saw last night's game, LSU-Florida State. That was a wild finish with the yeah. blocked PAT. I mean, it's just good to have. I mean, I called games on Thursday and Friday for Texas high school football. I mean, it's just good to be back in the element of football.
3: Absolutely, man. That was uh – you got your money worth for that game, because I was not expecting that, but I'm glad to see you know, Florida State, man. They've been down for a while. And like I say, from down in my area, man, Florida State knows is it's big down there. So I'm excited to see Florida State on the other side of um of a win.
0: Well, I just spoke to you off the air a little bit, JJ. You and I got a little competitiveness coming our way on Saturday <laughs> at Georgia Southern playing Nebraska. So I look forward to to catching that one. On Saturday night, but first things first, man, let's go ahead and get into this week one prediction. So that's exactly the game that we will start with, and it's going to be a great one, maybe a potential Super Bowl 57 preview. The Buffalo Bills, Los Angeles Rams Mm -hmm. on NBC kickoff 8.20 p.m. Eastern time. JJ, this one, you look at it, it's going to be a banger to kick off the 2022 season so, when you look at this matchup, what excites you the most?
3: Um, I think it's definitely uh, just the firepower that both offense brings. Uh, the head coaches, they, they, they are one of the top elite coaches in this league. Uh, the defense, from Raheem to Leslie uh, Frazier over there, man, they, they have complete coaches and proven, man. And, and like I say, man, it's a coin toss, man. Just the team that come out and, and commits the less penalties, and play good sound football is the team that's going to win, man. But I think just the matchup and the the firepower that both of the offense bring is what excites me the most between these two teams.
0: Well, I'll tell you one thing to monitor, especially if you're a Bills fan. They're all pro corner Tredavious White. He's actually out for the first four games of the season as he recovers from that torn ACL. So, That, I think, is going to play a big Uh factor in this one, J.J., because when you look at the Rams personnel-wise, I mean, wide receiver Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup. I don't know if Van Jefferson will be available, but they have plenty of firepower available, and so not having your top cornerback I think is going to hurt Buffalo a little bit, but they're expecting to have Jordan Poyer, their safety, available. Uh He's been nursing that elbow injury for much of training camp. But I just can't wait to see the battle in the trenches. Aaron Donald, right, for the Los Angeles Rams. And that Bills front, led by Mitch Morse, the center, is one of the best in the league. And I want to see how this Bills offense can run the ball. I know that's been a point of emphasis for them. Devin Singletary, Uh they drafted James Cook. You have Zach Moss as well. And so in order for Buffalo to have success, J.J., I believe they're going to have to find a good rushing attack to go along with Josh Allen, right? And so that Rams front seven is daunting. But to me, that matchup in the trenches, Bill's O-line against the Rams D-line, I believe could dictate the outcome of the game.
3: Yeah, and I agree with you, and I, I, I'm certainly with you on the run game. I think they're going to, they're going That's going to be the deciding factor for Buffalo to kind of get them over the edge. We know you can't run straight down their throat, not with the with the guy in the Hall of Fame or the goat, the beast, Aaron Donald and a Derrick Donald right in the middle. So I think we do some mixed direction. I think we get them on the outskirts. I think we do small things like screens and use the athletic ability of James Cooks and everybody else kind of behind them. So I agree with you, man. I think it's going to be the battle of the trenches, and I think the one that can establish to run game early and all four quarters going to be the team that takes the victory
0: well i'll tell you what jj i'm gonna go ahead and give you my pick here i'm gonna go with the los angeles rams to win a tight game 33 to 30 man this is a tough game to call but i'm gonna give it to the reigning super bowl champions los angeles rams matthew stafford is apparently a full go. I know he's been dealing with that elbow injury. He had his practice workload monitored throughout preseason. Sean McVay is fully confident in him. Yeah. Give me the Rams. I think Jalen Ramsey in that secondary, in the winding minutes of the game, they come up with a big play, seals the victory for the home team. Rams by three.
3: Yeah, I agree with you. I'm I'm going to go um I, I like both safeties that the buffalo has but we all know how important that cornerback position is we all know the, the tension that cooper cup have as well so i think that might leak out a little bit And like i say the d-line of LL rams is pretty solidified as far as stopping the run for buffalo so i go rams as well i go i go rams with uh with the with separation of just six points um you can kind of point it any way you want to 20 to 26, but I think in the Rams pull it off within um shy of of, of, of seven points, so I'm going six points with the Rams.
0: Alright, so JJ and I both going with the Los Angeles Rams to open up the 2022 season. Now let's go to the next matchup here. This one kind of hits home for you, JJ. Saints at Falcons, which I think yeah. is always a fun NFC South divisional clash. These rivals don't like each other, and you see Marcus Mariota starting for the Atlanta Falcons, and I'm excited personally to see what Mariota can do with Arthur Smith. I know they got the two Giants out there in Pitts yeah. and Drake London, and then and the Saints making a surprising trade, so weakening that secondary, giving up Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to the Eagles, but they still have the Honey Badger back there and Marcus yeah. May. So this matchup, JJ, call it like you see it. Do you think the Falcons pull an upset, or are you going with Jameis Winston and the New Orleans Saints?
3: Um, I'm, I'm going with who that nation. And it's hard it is for me to say that M- me being an actual Falcons uh, player, me actually living here in Atlanta. I know Atlanta fans are going to jump on me and probably kick me out of this neighborhood for saying that, but I'm going to go with who that nations, man. I just feel like they're more polished. I feel like they're skilled players match up um, a little bit better than the Falcons. I think the Falcons are a lot better than they was last year with Marcus Mariota, uh, Kyle Pitts coming to tour his own couple of key pieces, Damian Williams back there running back. But I just think uh, the back seven for the Falcons is still kind of um, anonymous with the young safeties back there. The back seven for New Orleans Saints are strong. Uh, They got something to prove again as well. So I think the Saints pull it off, man. But I think it's a tight one, and I think the Saints pull it off within 10 points. I'm going to
0: go with the Saints as well. I was a little bit tempted to go with – The Atlanta Falcons, just because I really like what they got brewing there. Obviously, Corderell Patterson is a big part of that offense. He can play running back. He can play receiver. They also have the rookie running back out of BYU that's looked really good in the preseason. And, you know, I'm just really a big fan of Mariota. I think the guy has carried himself with class even when he was not a starter with the Raiders, backing up Carr, never complaining, never making a scene. And so I'm really rooting for him. But I believe that Saints defense will be a little bit too much to overcome. In week number one, Jameis Winston eats a W. Give me the Saints <laughs> 26 to 17. So I'll roll with the Saints as well in that matchup. Now, JJ here's another one Niners at Bears now I know yeah. there's not there's not a lot of high expectations for Justin Fields and that Chicago Bears team who is in a brand new regime with Matt Eberflus, who is someone yeah. who you played for in Dallas he was a DC and a linebackers coach and so mm-hmm. Justin Fields Trey Lance who do you like more in this matchup
3: Man, I, I, I like I like Chicago. I like Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is coming into his own. I think the scheme that they did over the preseason, he's got a good field forward, get it out quick, um, get him out among, among the edges, play, uh, play action, let his mobility take over. And like you said with Eberflus I know what he's bringing. I know the personality he's coming with. He's got a 4-3 run defense, and they go hunt the ball. Um, I think we've seen that. And I think also, too, for San Fran, man, it's going to be uh, Jimmy Ward is gone. You know, that's huge because he's the quarterback of the defense. I think he was the one that kind of signal callers. And once you got a big gap like that open, it's kind of hard to kind of pass that leadership, captain, and that kind of role to any, just anybody uh, that hasn't been there and familiar with that defense. So I like Justin Fields and what he's bringing. I think he's comfortable this year. And I like the scheme of Eberflus that he brings as well.
0: Not so fast, as Lee Corso says on college game day. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Niners here. Now, granted, I agree with a lot of your points, and I think Chicago, they are going to be the surprise team of the 2022 season. I mean, I think a lot of people are counting them out, saying they're only going to win two or three games. I believe this Chicago team will come out, and they will perform well, and I expect it to be a very tightly contested ball game. There are some question marks with Trey Lance, and just how ready he is to be the starter, and especially following their decision to bring back Garoppolo as the backup quarterback. And so, you know, the media has made rounds with that story saying how it's going to impact Trey Lance, and the pressure, is he going to get to him, and when does Shanahan pull him, and you know the way things go. Mm -hmm. But that Niners defense, JJ, I've talked about this San Francisco unit. I understand that... It's going to hurt not having Jimmy Ward back there. Emmanuel Mosley had been dealing with a hamstring injury. I think he'll be good for week one. You look at that front seven, led by Fred Warner, Eric Armstead, and then you see what Bosa has done off the edge. Yeah. I think that is what gets the Niners the victory in week one. 23-16. Give me Sam Fran over Chicago. It'll be a very close game, though. Now, to the AFC North, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals, Mitchell Trubisky was just listed as the starting quarterback on the depth chart, as widely expected. You got Joe Burrow and a Bengals team that's hungry, trying to come back with vengeance after yep. falling short in the Super Bowl. JJ, are you liking Houday Nation? Or are you going to go with the
3: Steel Crew? Man, you know what? I think the steel crew got a lot to prove. I think they, uh, that like I told you, they're my dark horse teams, continuing to get into the playoffs. But I just think who they and they front seven, their O line, they bring it back. Uh, their D line that they bring it back versus Pittsburgh's O line is going to be the matchmaker for me. I think the defense of who they is going to pull it off with D J Reader, Sam uh, Hubbard, uh, Trey Henderson, Mike Hilton. I count him in that front seven. What he does off the edge from the nickel position too. I think it's just going to be a little too much. I think Mitch Trubisky is going to do well, but I think that just the hunger of Joe Burrow. Uh, The bad taste that they got from the Super Bowl, and like I said, the D-line of the Bengals versus the O-line of the Steelers, it just might overpower them to give them the edge and get the dub.
0: I'll tell you what, JJ, I'm going to go with the Bengals as well. And I like that you brought up DJ Reader. That's my guy. I had him on the podcast as well as Trey Hendrickson. I think those guys are going to get active and busy against a Pittsburgh offensive line that's still trying to find a good balance. I know Dan Moore, second-year offensive tackle, starting there on the left side, pivotal. The matchup that I believe will win this for the Bengals is those wide receivers, man, for Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. Those three guys, I think they're going to give that Pittsburgh secondary a lot of headaches on Sunday. And I believe Joe Burrow will throw for over 300 yards. I like the Bengals to win this one. 31-20 over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now we go to a feisty matchup that I think has some potential for an unexpected outcome, J.J., the Eagles traveling to Detroit, yeah. Motor City, to face the Detroit Lions and Dan Campbell and his staff. Now, J.J., every single week on the podcast, you in the regular season. I know this is your first time on the podcast. When I was recording with Jarrell Worthy, Arthur Motes, I always had an upset special of the week. All right. Mm. This is my upset special right here. I am going to go with Dan Campbell and the Lions to knock off the Philadelphia Eagles. And here's why the grit, the toughness. I believe this team is playing with a massive chip on their shoulder. JJ, Jared Goff. I talked about him, put some respect on his name. I'm expecting a big season from him. That defense is hungry as well, but bolstering in the trenches with Penny Sewell. Now you got Decker fully healthy. You have Deandre Swift And you also have Jamal Williams toting the rock, Amaron St. Brown on the outside. Give me the Lions in a very entertaining game. 27-24, field goal wins it, Lions fans go crazy.
3: Yeah, and I think this is the game to watch for the week here, man. I think this is going to tell a lot for how the NFC is going to shape up because there's a lot of great teams in the NFC. Uh, Like I say, Philadelphia have a lot of good key players, James Bradbury, Darius Slay, A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, and the big fellas up front from who they drafted from Georgia and some key pieces. And I still think that the safety position is still kind of shaky with Philly. And like I told you, man, Detroit is one of the dark horse teams that I like as well in the NFC North um, with everything that you said from Dan Campbell, from the experience that they have in the front office. Uh, from the, just the complete hunger and a team that's just looking to have nothing really to lose. And there's just teams that um, that's kind of can scare you down the line. So I might have to agree with you on that, man. I'm, I'm going to go Detroit Lions as well. The score I haven't got that far yet, but I, I still think Detroit was swift. There's some things that they have, some key matchups that they have with their linebackers in tight end position, that just might overflank Philly. Uh, Jalen Hurts getting the uh, the groove with AJ Brown. uh, I think it's gonna take a little time there, but I think Detroit is gonna pull off first game.
0: Now we got an AFC East matchup. Patriots going to Miami to take on the new look revamped Dolphins. Now this is a team that has got a lot of excitement, JJ, with Mike McDaniel at the helm. Tua, a lot of buzz around yeah. the jump he's going to make. You're bringing in guys like Tyree Kill, Taryn Armstead, Chase Edmonds, Sid Ed Wilson. I mean, the list goes on and on. And a Bill Belichick-led defense, JJ, that is without its leader, Dante Hightower, top yeah. playmaker JC Jackson, an offense that doesn't have much direction with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge seemingly calling plays. And so... Man, I'm going to tell you right from the jump, JJ, I like Miami in this one. And I think it's probably going to be by 12 points. I like them to yeah. get it done 29-17. This is a matchup at home where Miami can really show the league what they're about. Mike McDaniel making his head coaching debut. Tua linking up with Tyreek Hill. I like the Dolphins to get the job done.
3: Yeah, I'm going to day kind of too, man. Take me with you to South Beach. Uh, I like what Mike Medina the brings down there behind that Shannon, uh, Shanahan, Pedigree. Like I say, speed, 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 speed kills down in Miami, man. They got speed at every position down there from receivers to running back with Raheem and Chase and Waddle and, and Cheetah and even the tight end position as well. I think it's just going to be too much for New England, and we know what they bring, they man-to-man scheme. I just don't think New England Patriots can match up uh, for all fourth quarters with the speed and like the man-to-man scheme that Bella Chick likes. So I'm going to Dade County with you, man.
0: Absolutely. Plus, we don't know what we're going to see out of Mac Jones and that offense. They've looked a little stagnant in the preseason, so I'll be interested to see how they look. But here is another matchup right here, the Ravens at the Jets. Now, this one is... A little bit uncertain because it seems like Joe Flacco is going to get the start with with Zach Wilson nursing that knee injury. Robert Sala said today that there is a chance that Wilson could potentially start depending on how his knee responds to this morning's workout. But I think all indications are that Flacco will get the nod to start the season against the Ravens. This one will be at MetLife Stadium in New York. But, J.J., Baltimore, I've talked about this being a team that I'm excited to see on defense with Mike McDonald now, their defensive coordinator. And then Lamar Jackson, you got J.K. Dobbins back in the fold, who's coming back from an ACL tear. I like Baltimore, and I think it's going to be a blowout. 31-13, Lamar Jackson, who's still in the middle of those contract negotiations, he's going to start the season with a bang. 31-13, I like Baltimore here.
3: Yeah, uh, MVP, baby. Defense winning games, man. But uh, the Jets, they've been the comeback team of the preseason, man. So it's a team to watch. I'm telling you, they got a lot of good things mixing. They got a lot of great energy, great, a great uh, young core that's bonding, uh, that's believing, that's having faith. They've had some success. Over the preseason as well, but I do think the Baltimore Ravens, John Harbaugh, their run game that they established, their inside seven versus with the D-line and the season secondary that they have at the Baltimore Ravens, Uh, I think they pull it off over midlife
1: Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.
2: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
0: The Jags at Commanders. So we get to see Carson Wentz finally make his official debut there in Washington. The new look Jags under head coach Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence. A lot of people are expecting big things from him here in his sophomore season. JJ, when you look at both of these teams, who do you like in this matchup?
3: I'm going to go Duval, man. I think Doug Peterson is going to find his niche down there. I think it's a team, and this is a, a, a first game that they can pull off and actually get the ball rolling. Uh, you can't go against Trevor Lawrence, man. This is the most winning co- collegiate quarterback ever. He didn't have the best season last year, but I think he had a bad taste in his mouth. I think he's going to do some good gr- good things. He got his two-headed monsters back and James Robinson and Travis Eaton Jr. and also Jamal Agnew. But I think it's going to come down to the special team unit with Jamal Agnew leading the way, man, and bring it to a punt return or a kick return to the house, man, and that's going to be the difference in that game there.
0: I also like the Jags to win here 20-17, to J.J. and Look for that Jacksonville front seven to be busy. Travon Walker, Devin Lloyd, the two rookies going along with Josh Allen, who I expect to have a monster season. He was wreaking havoc last year, but that new look revamped Jag defense I believe will be a huge factor in this matchup getting the Carson Wentz flustering them in and outside of the pocket. Plus, Trevor Lawrence, and then Christian Kirk, ETN. Can't wait to see what he can do after missing his entire rookie season. 2017, give me the Jags in a tight game in Washington. Now, the Browns at the Panthers. Baker Mayfield playing his old team. I know that there's a lot of media coverage around this one. JJ, <laughs> and I think it's going to be a dandy. Before I give you my pick, How do you like Baker Mayfield going up against his former team?
3: You know what? um, Despite the comments that he made giving them extra boost, he said he didn't say it, but who knows, man. We all know how you feel about maybe going against a team. I know how I would feel. it. I would want to give it my all. Um, I think Baker is going to do better than some people are expecting him to do just because he's familiar with that defense, he knows that defense, he's had those players on his team for over three to four years, and he knows some of the weakness and strength. But I just think Cleveland Browns, man, their defense with Miles Garrett, uh, Clowney, Anthony Walker, Denzel Ward, their secondary that they have is just going to be too much for the Carolina Pan- Panthers. Um, wide receiver core, tight end core, and also running back uh, just to kind of stack up and go a whole four quarters with that AOC North team up there in Cleveland. So I'm going Cleveland Browns.
0: I'll oppose you here again, JJ. Give me the Panthers, Carolina. Mm. I like them to get it done at home. And I know a lot of people look The talk around Carolina has obviously been about the quarterback situation and Baker Mayfield and what exactly he's going to do this season. But not enough people are talking about how good this Carolina defense is, J.J. I mean, they're getting their their top cornerback, J.C. Horn, back on mm-hmm. the field. You got Shaq Thompson. You got the big guy in the middle, Brown. Plenty of talent all over that field that I think are going to make some issues for Jacoby Brissett in that Browns offense. Let's remember, it's going to be Brissett under center for the first 11 yeah. weeks of the season. And I equally like that Browns defense. You and I have talked a lot about it the depth they have with Clowney, with Miles Garrett. But Baker Mayfield, I believe he finds a way to get it done on offense, engineers a late. Game drive for the win, 24-20. Give me Carolina in a drama-filled matchup. So let's go ahead and move to another AFC matchup. The Colts traveling to the Lone Star State to take on the Houston Texans and Lovie Smith. It is his debut as a Texans head coach. Who do you like in this one?
3: Man, I'm going, I'm going to be the guy that be the oddball, but I'm going H-Town, baby. Listen to me closely. H-Town defense, man, Houston, Texas defense. They only gave up 277 rush yards this preseason. They had the most sacks, 14 sacks this preseason. They only gave up 34 percentages on third down. And like I said, they got a lot of key veteran players and Christian Kirksey, Desmond King, Stephen Nelson. I like Derek Stingley Jr. on the corner out there locking things up as well. Malik Collins up front, Jerry Hughes, and I just think, man, this is going to surprise this coach team. I think they're going to take away their Achilles heel, which is their running game. We all know Lovey Smith cover two scheme. He's a master at stopping the run with his defense that he has, Tracing all the way back to Brian Erlach. and I think they upset the coach. I really do.
0: Ah, so I see you're going with your upset special here in Houston. Okay, I like it. And you know what, JJ? I don't think you're all that wrong. I really wanted to pick Houston for the upset over Indianapolis. In fact, I'm picking the Colts to win 27-20. But a lot of people think this could be a blowout in Indianapolis' favor. I don't believe so. I think Houston will hang around for the reasons you mentioned. And by the way, Malik Collins, go Big Red. He's a former Husker, so I'm always supporting him. But yeah, that defense, I mean, they have a lot of guys that play with energy. And then Lovey Smith, you could just see the direct reflection from his players. And of course, Davis Mills, right? We'll see what he looks like. I'm fired up to see Damian Pierce finally lead that backfield. But Indianapolis better be careful because on Sunday in Houston, it's going to be a battle, but I will give the edge to Matty Ice in that Colts team that I think is destined for great playoff success this season. Jonathan Taylor will once again be the bell cow running back for Indy. 27-20 27-20 what should be another close game on Sunday. So looking forward to how that matchup unfolds. But here we go. Moving to the 425 p.m. Eastern time. Slotted games. Giants at Titans in this one, JJ. I like Tennessee to get it done rather comfortably 34-21. I expect King Henry to go off for over 100 yards rushing and a game where Ryan Tannehill won't have to do too much in the air. This is where Tennessee dominates in the trenches. It is the ball's first game as the Giants head coach, but I like Tennessee's squad way more right now. I think they get it done by 13.
3: Yeah, I might have to go to Tennessee with you on that one. Um, I just don't see where the New York Giants actually got better this offseason, even during the preseason. I understand the concept that they're trying to do and still trying to develop and see what they got in Daniel Jones. Uh, but I just think it's too much with Tennessee. And like I said, King Henry, man, he's hungry. And um, I don't know if the defense of uh, I know that because they're blitz heavy. Um, with my guy up there, the defensive coordinator up at the giants, but I just think King Henry runs away with this one, man, and, and take it all the way with the victory.
0: Packers-Vikings. This is an NFC North rivalry restored in week one. In Minnesota, Kevin O'Connell's debut as the Vikings head coach as well. JJ, I like Minnesota in this one. 31-27. I know most people will pick Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, but he's going to have to figure out how to get acclimated with all those young receivers that he talked about in training camp. I believe Minnesota hits the ground running in Kevin O'Connell's offense with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, dalvin cook i think they will have a successful day and then that defensive front seven you got zadarius smith playing his former team playing opposite of danielle hunter eric kendrick's in the middle i think they get to aaron Rodgers early and often so give me minnesota here 31 27
3: i'm going cheese heads here with you man i'm not so fast on that when i'm going green bay Uh, I know everybody used to the high power passing ability of Aaron Rodgers and having, you know, Devontae Adams and Randall Cobb and and, and Jordy Nelson and all those great receivers. But I think you are forgetting about the triple A's up there in Green Bay, man. Uh, You got the double Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones and also A.J. Dillon. I think these two, these three here, man, is going to kind of lead the way for the Green Bay Packers this year. They're going to shape it a little different. Running the ball this year, they don't know they don't they don't know what they quite got to receive yet. So why not give it to guys that you know? that's polished that season, and also man, the polished defense that Green Bay, I think that's going to help them get over the hump. And we know Aaron Rodgers not going to turn the ball over. So you know when you got Kenny Clark, Preston Smith, uh, Jair Alexander out wide, Eric Stokes, Savage, and Ammons back there, man, those guys. Like they say, they have the most polished depth that they ever had, even when they had the Super Bowl team. And I think that trio back there in the backfield, with Aaron Rodgers is going to lead the way this year. All right, you're taking the pack,
0: and uh, I despise the Packers, bro. So you know it, it, <laughs> ma- it makes it it makes it easier for me to pick against them.
3: I'm with you, <laughs> trust me.
0: <laughs> but uh, hey, I'm going with Minnie. I think they get the job done in a close game there. But here's here's this matchup right here that that I think is going to be fireworks, Chiefs at Cardinals, Kyler Murray, wow. Patrick Mahomes 4:25 p.m. Eastern Time on CBS. JJ, this one I for me was very tough to call the winner. So
3: I'll go ahead and give you the floor first, and I'll give my prediction after. Man, listen, I, I really don't have anybody to pick here, man. Um, this game can go any way. All I'm going to say is this is going to be a defensive game. Um, I'm leaning a little bit towards Arizona Cardinals. I like what they have in the back end with Buda, with Buda Baker and the sign of Jalen Thompson as well. But we do know they're mixing the corner. Um and um, Antonio Hamilton is down with some degree burns and stuff like that. So um, it's going to be a defensive game. Uh, it's a toss-up. I really don't have anybody. I'm just leaning towards Arizona just because of the veteran defense that they have in the secondary. But, uh, man, it's, it's a toss-up. I really don't have anyone for this game on this one.
0: Well, I do. I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs in this game, 37-31. This game is going to have a whole lot of scoring, high-powered offenses going right at each other with Murray and Patrick Mahomes, but I'm going to take Kansas City here. I'll give them the nod just because of Travis Kelsey and that solidified, revamped offensive line in Kansas City. Looking forward to seeing what Clyde Edwards-Alaire can do in his second season. Also, Isaiah Pacheco, the rookie running back that has turned some heads as well. But this is a matchup right here for Juju Smith-Schuster, Travis Kelsey, Sky Moore, Nicole Hardman. Use that speed. Kansas City wins a thriller, 37-31. Segwaying to another explosive matchup, this time in the AFC West. The Raiders going to Cali to take on the Los Angeles Chargers and Justin Herbert in what should be a fantastic matchup. I'm going to go with the Raiders here, though, JJ. I think Josh McDaniels gets his first win as Raiders head coach. I'm a believer in Derek Carr, Devontae Adams now. So that connection will rise and will elevate this team. Defensively, that pass rush with Max Crosby and Chandler Jones will be the difference here. Give me Vegas.
3: Yeah, you got a good got a good point there, man. Like I say Josh McDaniel what he did this offseason, even with the the second and third team's of offense that he's did, is going to imagine what they're going to do 5 power wise with Derek Carr, uh Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams out there, but I'm going to Cali. I'm going to Los Angeles Chargers here. I like what they got. I like what they're brewing. I like their core players that they signed. I like their secondary. I like the two pass Rusher and Boza as well as Matt and, man, I think they're going to Cali with it. I'm going to go with the Chargers.
0: Now we get to prime time Sunday night football, the matchup that you know both you and I are going to be the most invested in, J.J., because it is going to be a spicy matchup. Tampa yep. Bay at Dallas, Sunday night football. This is a rematch. Both these teams played last year in Tampa. It was a very close game. Tampa ended up winning that game In Dallas, though, this time at AT AT&T Stadium, Tom Brady's back for more. He is unbeaten when facing the Cowboys in his illustrious career. J.J., do the Cowboys get it done on Sunday
3: night? How about them Cowboys, baby? I'm going Dallas Cowboys here. Uh, I think number four is back. Batch is back, man. I think he got a, a chip on his shoulder. Um, I know he's I know he's hungry and eager to get back out there and prove why he's the top elite. I had him in my top five quarterback. I think that leads the way. I like Turpin that they brought in. He's a mixed match piece that people even haven't even seen yet. They only got pieces of him from the USFL. We've seen what he can do with his excitement. I like Dallas secondary skill guys against. Tom Brady. Uh, I think Tom Brady absence is going to hurt him a little bit, but we talk about the goat here, man. So I, I could be wrong, but I just like Dan Quinn, his team, man, and, and Michael Parson, what he do. I'm excited to see how they use him this year, but I think they're going to put it off out there. And, um, and Dallas, so how about them Cowboys?
0: Absolutely. How about them Cowboys, man? I am very nervous. I mean, I'm Monday, JJ. I'm already nervous for the game, bro. And and that's because we're just beginning the week. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go with the Cowboys too, right? I'm obviously biased. I want to see them get that win on Sunday night. 27-24 is my prediction. But I firmly believe Dallas has a good chance to win this game simply because of the defense that Dallas is going to roll out week one. Micah Parsons and Anthony Barr. You still got Leighton Vanderesh. You have Tank, Dorrance Armstrong, and Sam Williams in the interior with Navelle Gallimore, Osa Odigizua coming up in the middle. Chavon Diggs and J. Ron Curse. I mean, they have a lot of depth yeah. there. I think they can impact Tom Brady and get to him very early and often because let's remember, J.J., Tampa's offensive line is injury depleted yeah, and going into a matchup against the deep defense that Dallas has without Ryan Jensen, the all pro center Mm -hmm. and having to, to kind of play chess with that offensive line. This is a game where Dallas can really make life miserable for Tom Brady, regardless of the weapons of Mike Evans and Godwin and Julio Jones. If they're able to generate constant pressure in his face and put him on the ground, which is something that they were unable to do last year, I like Dallas to win this game. Dak obviously is going to have to go to work with limited options. Gallup is probably not going to be ready. That offensive line for Dallas, though, is also a question mark. They signed Jason Peters. We'll see what kind of role he is. Tyler Smith is looking like he'll be the starter at left tackle. So. Tampa, their front seven, they also will be licking their chops as well. But at the end, I think Dallas's defense is the key factor here. I like Dallas, 27-24, finally beating Tom Brady, giving him the first loss of his career against the Dallas franchise. So eagerly looking forward to that one. And then we'll wrap up week one, JJ, on Monday Night Football. The Broncos travel to Seattle and Russell Wilson goes back home to face his former team
3: who do you like here Let's ride, baby. I'm going Russell Wilson. Give me the bag. He just got paid. I think he's excited. I think they know what they got in Denver. I think they got a lot of great key players over there. I think Seattle. Um, i still still not really certain about Seattle. I like the quarterback decision they went with Geno Smith. Uh, I think they're still just kind of lacking some key pieces here and there defensively. I don't think they can match up. Like I say, Russell Wilson has been there for over the last 10 years, and he's so familiar with that defense that P. Carroll brings. And I just don't think they have the key players and skilled players on the defensive side of the ball to match up with Russell Wilson, the winner. Less ride. I'm going Denver Broncos here uh, with the victory.
0: Yeah, I'm going Denver as well. Big 35-13 over Geno Smith and the Seahawks. Denver, look, if Nathaniel Hackett can put all the pieces together, they have the talent on both sides of the ball. And when you're talking about the Broncos and the Seahawks, The talent isn't even close. I mean, Denver should go into Seattle, pretty much just dominate from the start all the way to the finish. And Russell Wilson, you know, is going to have that extra boost returning home, playing in Seattle. I'm going to say Broncos 35-13 over the Seattle Seahawks in the biggest blowout of Week 1 that's the final matchup on Monday Night Football. JJ, it is going to be a fascinating start to the season with so many high-powered matchups. You're going to see some upsets. Maybe we're going to have some of our picks that are going to come out and be accurate. Maybe we're going to be absolutely wrong on some of them. That's the beauty of the NFL. Man, I can't wait. Week one kicks off, though, Thursday. So we're just a few days away from that Bills-Rams matchup. It's going to be epic, JJ.
3: Yeah, it's going to be. I think this this year here is going to be one of the best ones yet. I think they did a good job with the schedule. I, I tell you this much, man. I got my cleats ready, my helmet ready to go, and I think it's going to be electric. I'm excited for the season. I'm, I'm excited to see the new pieces that move around this league to make it more interesting. And, um, and better yet, man, we got Thursday Night Football on Thursday. So um, I'm tuned in. I'm locked in with my helmets and cleats ready to go and show the pads, and I'll be tuned in.
0: Same here. Can't wait to get this season rolling and again pleasure having you on the podcast jj look forward to bringing you this coverage and all those who listen in appreciate you as well tuning in every single week we're gonna have the picks on this podcast every single week and it's gonna be a joy discussing the ups and downs of the national football league but jj until next time take care brother god bless and let's enjoy a good start to this football season
3: Hey, I, I, man, you always know you, my guy, man. I'm truly blessed and fortunate for you, man. And like I say, looking forward to next week.
1: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.